I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today we will be discussing the Shadow and Bone Trilogy by Lee Bardugo. Follow along as we dive into a um, really quick synopsis of the Grisha verse, as Lee Bardugo likes to call it. And there are three books in this series. It's a, also known as a trilogy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we are say. really quick going to um, <laughs> cover all three because honestly, it's a lot of book and we're not doing a three, three separate episodes for it. <laughs> yeah. So you will, you will learn as we get a little further into this episode that this trilogy is not our fave. And so we didn't, um, we didn't do our own synopsis from scratch. Like basically we will be citing some sources that you can look up to if you, if you want the first book, we are using bookseriesrecaps.com. For the second book, we're using recaptains.co.uk. And then for the third book, we are using supersummary.com. So uh, three separate sites. I don't know how how that's what happened, but that's what I found. So, (laughs) And like, if you like this series, that's totally fine. Um, We're doing this for you. For all yeah. of you out there that love it, we don't though. So, yeah. So, we might be a little less passionate, but you know what? We're still here to have a great time. Oh, we're so here. <laughs> let's jump into it with the first book, Shadow and Bone. Um, Shadow and Bone opens up with Alina and Mal, who are child orphans in Karamzin. Um, and it's customary for children to be tested for Grisha abilities. So they have these people coming out to test them for these elemental type powers. It's not magic. It's just powers. Um, if they have them, they're going to go live with the Grisha to train their powers. Um, Alina and Mal are tested and do not appear to be Grisha. Years later, Alina and Mal are in the first army. Um, Alina is a cartographer and Mal is a very talented tracker. And I say very talented because they say it as seven million times. Yeah. Um, many he, like, people sniffs the air and he like mm-hmm. finds things. Yeah. He like kind of licks his finger and, and it's there. it in the wind. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> um, so a lot of people are really racist towards Lena because her ancestors are descended from the Shuhan, which is one of the races within the book. There's a bunch of different ones. Um, and it's considered by Ravka to be an inferior country. Ravka? Ravka? I, I always say Ravka. I can't yeah. remember how they pronounced it in the show. Yeah, I'm not positive. But okay, basically their unit needs to cross the shadow fold to obtain supplies. And what the shadow fold is, is an extremely dangerous, like pitch black, like mass over the land that people can't really go through safely. And it's home to lethal creatures called the Volcra, which are basically just flying blind monsters that attack based on like sight or not sight sorry the opposite of sight <laughs> they're blind but they <laughs> they're use blind. their sight so they're, they're blind really but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so they can like sniff you out and hear you and shit I don't know but Alina and Mal here's where they're at they were best friends growing up and they still are but Alina is secretly in love with Mal and she is secretly pining after him and it sucks because he is like into other people and uh, yeah it's all boo so when it comes time to cross the fold they end up getting attacked by the volcra and mal is like straight up nearly killed so alina she loses her shit she 
gets so emotional that she accidentally conjures like a blinding light that sends the Volcra fleeing because they have to live in darkness. And she ends up just like passing out from exhaustion. So they like make it to the other side of the fold and Alina catches the attention of the second army, which is the army of Grisha. So there's two armies. Um, First army is normal folk. And then you have the second army, which is people who have the Grisha powers. And the leader of the second army, also known as the Darkling, mm -hmm. um, questions Alina. She has no idea how she summoned this light. Um, She's never done this before. And he decides she needs to be protected by the Grisha in Os Alta, uh, which is the capital of Ravka, the country that they live in. It's high fantasy, so you got to keep up. Um, (laughs) And Alina is like super reluctant to go and be separated from Mal and her friends, which makes sense. He's a perfect stranger. Very hot, yeah. though. Yeah, he's hot. Super hot. So she's like, I'll do it. Um, while traveling, <laughs> assassins from an enemy country attack Alina and the Grisha, and the Darkling pops the fuck off and saves them all. Yeah, he, like, murders these assassins, and Alina is like, oh, that was kind of hot. Like, Damn. Oh. <laughs> so Alina goes to the Little Palace, which is the home of the Grisha, and it's named the Little Palace because it's right next to the actual palace the where big the palace. queen live. Yeah, the big palace, if you will. So once she is there, she learns that she is the prophesied light summoner, who is the second most powerful Grisha next to the Darkling. The Darkling tells her, like, you are here to save Ravka from the Shadowfold. You're going to get rid of it and restore our homeland. So Alina meets many Grisha during her time at the Little Palace where she starts her training um, and she learns about the politics of the Grisha. So you have the Korolki, Korporalki, which are considered the highest ranking Grisha. They are the heart renders and the healers. So they can literally control like your heart and blood and shit. Super cool. They have the Etherealki which are Grisha who can move things, which are going to be the Squallers, the Inferni, and the Tide Makers, so dealing with, like, wind, fire, and water. Um, and then there's the Materialki, which are the Grisha with material powers, so the Alchemy and the Durists. And so Lena meets and befriends Jenya, um, who's a Grisha who can conjure beauty, along with many others who she doesn't become, like, super-duper friendly with, which we'll learn about them later, but they're all a little bunch of biatches. And she trains in combat with Botkin, and um, that's who's teaching her how to do, like, physical fighting. And then you have Bagra, um, who helps train her, like, actual Grisha powers. And she's, like, super grumpy, and no one likes her. Everyone's scared of her. Yeah, (laughs) she's kind of mean. And so is Botkin a little bit, but also Alina develops a relationship with her a little bit more quickly. Because also they're both shoe, so they both, like have faced a lot of the racism and prejudice from people of Ravka. Do they say she's shoe at the beginning? I thought that was just in the TV show for some reason. No, I'm pretty sure they say it. Mm. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Well, sick. Okay. Carry on. Um, so basically Alina is there for a while and eventually the darkling tells her like, you are my only hope for destroying the fold He explains he needs to find an amplifier to give her more power to be able to destroy the fold. So to do that, he needs to find this magical stag that is thought to like only exist in legend. 
and like somehow use that to make her powers stronger. So up until this point, Alina has been kind of struggling to fully commit to her training. She is super distracted because Mal completely like ghosted her ever since she went to live with the Grisha and she hasn't heard from him at all. And it like really hurts her feelings because she was in love with him. So she decides like, I'm going to let Mal go and I'm going to focus on this new task and I'm going to like save all of Ravka. And she's finally able to control her powers at that point. Yeah. Like in the notebook, she does write him every day. Yeah. And he said, absolutely not. And so Alina is like super surprised when the darkling, he's like walking her back one day by the fountains. He just plants one on her. And we're like, sir, in the streets. All right. (laughs) He belongs to the streets. Yeah. But she's like super into it because he wouldn't be. Um, And he presents Alina to the country at a ball thrown by the king and queen. So it's like this whole big ordeal and they want to meet her because she is, you know, this godsend that they've never seen before. Um, And she displays her powers for them and wears black to show that she is as powerful as the Darkling. So they all have keftas um, and each kefta like separates them into their different like houses. And the Darkling is the only one who wears a black kefta because he is all powerful and so that was like a huge statement for her to do that too mal happens to be there to see the whole display because the darkling has enlisted the help of trackers in the first army to locate the legendary stag and if you remember our good friend mal he's the best tracker they've ever seen in their life he's the best of the best he's so good so mal and alina run into each other and they're both like mad alina's mad because she's like why haven't you written me back mal is mad that she's completely changed and teamed up with the darkling and is wearing a black kefta and alina like she is fully planning to side with the darkling and help with this plan and honestly she's feeling a little bit seduced by him and uh bagra decides hey now is the time I'm going to tell you, I am actually the Darkling's mother, and the Darkling is actually the Black Heretic, who everyone thought was the Darkling's dead dad, and the Black Heretic is who is responsible for creating the Shadow Fold in the first place. And she tells Alina that the Darkling actually wants to use her powers to destroy other countries and dominate the world, like not to destroy the Fold, he wants to make it bigger. And also at some point it comes out that Mal wasn't ignoring her letters, they were like the Darkling had Genya hiding them from her. Yeah, that was like a whole big ordeal. Yeah, she feels like super betrayed at that point, like by the Darkling, by Genya, who are people that she thought like cared about her. So she is upset <laughs> yeah she was like how could he kiss me so passionately only to do this uh, yeah betrayed. how like could, is he <laughs> like lying are you, ser- <laughs> are you shitting my dick <laughs> <laughs> so alina makes a break for it and she like gets pretty far with she gets pretty far considering yeah. like all things considered she's kind of a weenie before the darklings guard catches up with her she gets away from them but is hunted down by mal because you know he's the greatest tracker alive and um (laughs) super good and he deserted the army to come find her which is like a huge deal because he's pretty high up in it and like could probably go even farther and that was like his whole life um so he's like in big trouble because of that and so they decide to hunt down the magical stag together and mal just magically ends up realizing that he's been in love with alina all this time and they (laughs) kiss but it's not as good as alina and darklings kiss but who doesn't well, love her best friends her, to lovers? Alina, I think she's like, oh my God, this is the best thing that could ever happen. And Mal's like, it, it was you all along in she's front like, of me. Cool. 
Yeah. But not the Darkly. I know. Listen, I know he did you wrong. I know Bro, he did you wrong. Don't even get me started on the Darkling. Like, our man deserves redemption. Anyway, Alina and Mal, by the way, they have to travel through, like, this wintry tundra in a foreign country. They that essentially hates live in Russia. Russia. Yeah. And, like, they do end up finding this stag. But Alina, like, realizing, oh, shit, I am meant to kill this stag. She hesitates because she's like, I don't want to kill this thing. Like, that's rude as hell. So the Darkling beats her to the punch and kills it. And then uses its antlers to form a collar around her neck, which allows him to completely control her powers. And the Darkling takes Alina and Mal captive and takes them back into the fold. He tells everyone it's because Alina's powers can destroy the fold. So they all believe him. They're like, okay, we're going into the fold. The Darkling is going to use this amplifier to destroy it. And everything's going to be better again. Yeah, so shit gets crazy. They're in the middle of the fold and the Darkling actually pushes the fold outward towards West Ravka, which is like their mortal enemy right now. They're like not huge on it Um, and like destroys the entire city and people like, hold on. What the fuck? Um, Like, (laughs) is the Darkling the villain? Like, yeah, he is. Is he the problem? Am I the villain? Yeah, he is the villain. Um, and so the Volkers show up again and Mal's thrown overboard and like, oh, sad. Um, and Alina figures out that she actually can control her powers through the amplifier since she did not kill the stag, which that doesn't make any sense. But we yeah. think it's because like she showed it in mercy, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I think like, that's what's implied. Thought, like, well, okay. So I think the Darkling definitely thought he would be able to control it since he was the one who killed it. And that makes sense in my head, but that's yeah. not the case. Um, and so she frees herself from the Darkling's grip, jumps overboard to save Mal and protects the two of them with her bright lights as they <laughs> <laughs> flee the ship. They get onto a boat across to cross the sea with the intention of figuring out a way to take down the Darkling. Everyone assumes the Darkling has perished in this yeah. ship. They just assume that because Alina left with her bright light that like they're all going to get eaten by the Volcra. But is that what happens? Find out in the second Part book. Two. <laughs> Part two. Siege and Storm. Siege, Siege and Storm. Storm. Nikolai. Okay. <laughs> Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas. All right. What <laughs> happened in Siege and Storm? We'll tell you. Um, so Alina and Mal are traveling across the sea They've escaped the Darkling after the fold incident. Um, but they're like, you know, pretty obvious, I suppose, because he does find them quickly. Immediately. And like almost immediately he does find them. And so while he was trapped in the fold, he actually learned to harness more shadow powers and like <laughs> created these shadow creatures. Because he's um, so hot. He's just really good. <laughs> he's really good. Ah, he's amazing at being a bad guy. Um, <laughs> and so he attacks them with these shadow creatures. And when Alina wakes up from being attacked, they are on a ship sailing back to Ravka. And Jinya is there. Welcome back, Jinya, after betraying her. Um, Taking care of Alina and the Darkling because he is in love with her. And I believe that. I believe he was in love with her um, in a weird, twisted way. Um, Turns out they're actually on one of Sturmhan's ships, who is the captain. And he is like this big old pirate man. Love him. Um, like this well-known pirate across the seas and already makes his presence by being amazing Nikolai or king 
Yeah. And I like, listen, even as the Sturm Hond version, I was like, I'm I'm into into it. it. Because Sturm Hond is not described as being like physically attractive, but like his presence, his presence is very commanding like he's blonde and that's very unfortunate for him um but I was willing to look past that he can dye his hair though if he really wants to I'm just kidding I have nothing against blondes (laughs) yeah no we love you we love you guys so Alina learns that that they are on their way to find the second of the amplifiers which is the sea whip and so it's like this another like again mythical creature basically and the darkling the only reason he took mal alive is because he's like you're gonna track it for me you're so, coming with me a year with me so sturmhond keeps the darkling from torturing alina because he's like uh alina is my prisoner because like this is my boat like you guys are on my boat here so the the person who wrote this says they think that nikolai's like or sorry, Sturmhond. Sturmhond, no spoilers yet. They think that Sturmhond is like into Alina. They're like, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna keep her safe. So Mal (laughs) eventually, (laughs) Mal eventually finds the sea whip because he's really good. You guys don't understand how good he is at tracking. Like there's never been a better tracker. God tier tracker. (laughs) So the Darkling is busy, like trying to capture the sea whip. Another ship suddenly appears out of nowhere alina and mal flee in the chaos like both ships are attacking each other and sturmhond and his crew also flee with them and so among sturmhond's crew are two grisha named toya and tamar who are heart renders so like the second most powerful type of grisha and uh, also that's a big deal because grisha are supposed to be loyal to the darkling so the fact that they have been like working on this ship and it's stuff like is like a big deal anyway so it turns out that Sturmhond has like all sorts of grisha working for him because everyone loves him because he's amazing and they escape the darkling he's incredible he's charismatic leader Sturmhond. oh and they also they killed the sea whip because we're actually in Harry Potter and these are all Horcruxes. And <laughs> so they do get the sea whip. Um, and the Darkling tries to use his little creepy shadow soldiers again, but too bad, buddy. They're out of range. They're on a ship and they're moving really fast, like super fast. It's the fear that's fueling them and it's working. <laughs> and we are scared. Um, so Mal and Alina, they killed the sea whip and used some of its scales for a new amplifier. So she gets a sick new addition to her bone necklace yeah it's like um, a bracelet to go with the necklace <laughs> yes and the sturm Hahn tells them that he is taking her to west ravka to his client who paid him to go get her and he may not be trustworthy but i mean he's better than the darkling at this point so they're like yeah. i guess we'll go with you <laughs> yeah so alina is like okay well like i'm still in a pickle here but the darkling was actively trying to harm me so we'll see what's up So Alina has like this book with her, by the way, that has information about the amplifiers and she's looking at the pictures in it and she, she knows that the third amplifier that she needs to get is this firebird. And she's like, I need all the power I can get. So I have to get this firebird. So they're about to go ashore back to West Ravka and the Sturmhan ship casually just like starts flying into the air because he's actually like an amazing engineer and he has developed this ship to be able to fly. 
So <laughs> they just end so up, good at everything. He's so good. He's really good. He's really so, good. <laughs> they end up going into the shadow fold because like they want to um kill Volcra. I don't know, like maybe they couldn't fly above it, but I think they just went to like hunt Volcra, honestly. <laughs> And things oh, no. go wrong. Um, Alina has like this vision. She sees the darkling in the fold. And like, it turns out he can like manifest himself in the shadows, you know, and they end up crashing. So um, <laughs> then all of a sudden, Sturmhorn's face changes. And it turns out he's actually like, really like a hottie. <laughs> and it turns out his name is Nikolai Lansov and he is the second prince of Ravka. And uh yeah, Elena ends up punching him in the face because she's pissed at the betrayal. So Nikolai explains that he is helping his country um and he asks her to come back with him to Os Alta, um which is where the the big castle is, the big the big one. Um because she is Ravka's only hope because she can glow in the dark. Um, And he wants Alina to unite with the first, he wants Alina to unite the first and second armies. Cause if you remember, they're very split because one's only for Grisha, one's only for normal people. Um, And there's like a huge divide between the two Um, and become his queen. Also, he's like, yeah, I am into what you're putting out here. I would love to marry you. Um, and so Alina's like, I will go with you, but I am not going to marry you. And I would also like to lead the second army. And he's like, we'll talk about it later. My wife, but sure. She, she hasn't like accepted his proposal, but she hasn't turned it down. She also learns that the entire country of Ravka thinks that she's a saint. And so she's like, that is spooky because I'm actually just, I'm, but a wee orphan. And so they're traveling to the capital. Nikolai kisses her in front of like all of the crowd to like put on the show. And like also because like he's into her. He's like into it. it. And when they get back to Osalta, the king and queen are like, oh my God, my son, I'm so glad that you're, you've returned. And the king agrees to appoint Alina, the leader of the second army. Um, the Grisha aren't really like, convinced that they should be loyal to her but like she kind of makes them listen by like like making a grand display of like hey we need to pull our shit together because the alternative is the darkling who is off his rocker and they're like okay fine alina who has never led an army before in her life becomes a boss bitch and takes over the <laughs> second army. And Alina goes to visit Bagra, who we found out in the first book is the Darkling's mother, and finds out that he blinded her. So rude. Because, yeah, like, super rude. Like, very upset with him. And Alina is oh. researching Morozova. That is the man who wrote the book that she has on all the amplifiers because she wants to learn more about them. Um, Also, the darkness is growing in her. So we had a really cool chance to have this super cool evil Alina. Will we see it? Maybe. Um, And when Alina, Mal, Toya, and Tamar go to a party outside the palace, things get super messy and they have to flee. And when they're outside, however, they run into the apparat, which is this super 
sleazy, gross, greasy man. And he's been spreading rumors about Alina being a saint. So he's like trying to get everyone like super hyped about her. And he's like, yeah, yeah she's the second coming of Christ. Um, <laughs> and he asks her to come with him to get stronger. But obviously she's like, fuck no, dude, you are disgusting. Um, and although he claims to have information on Morozova, she's like hard pass. Yeah, because she's like, you're creepy and you're starting a cult where I am the the Love icon. Cults, just not yours. Yeah, exactly. Yours is lame and gross. Um, so I'm going to read this next part word for word because I love what they've written. <laughs> they say, Mal turns even more whiny. When he kisses Alina, she sees the darkling again and Mal gets annoyed. Oh, well, same. <laughs> you could not have summed up my thoughts better. So Nikolai continues to be amazing and hot and great. And uh, you'll just, uh, you just got to take my word for it. He's great. And uh, he does tell Alina he wants to kiss her again, like for real. But she is hesitating and he can tell. So like they don't end up kissing. We love a man of consent. (laughs) We do. And he's like, I really am into you. I want you to be into me whenever you kiss me. And Mal is like having a pity party. So he goes to like be a part of this fight club involving Grisha. And so Alina goes to watch him fight. She watches him kiss Zoya, who is basically this mean girl Grisha who was really horrible to Alina in the first place. He was book. also like banging the Darkling, most likely. Probably. And Mal and Alina end up fighting about it. Mal is like complaining. He just wants the, the old Alina back. And Alina's like, bro, like I have to like save the world. Don't you understand? Then she has a vision of kissing Mal, but actually kisses the Darkling. Because, like, the Darkling's power has somehow, like, linked them together. And they can, it does like, kind of turn into, like, a little other. bit of a dream rapist. But that's yeah. not here nor there. So Alina's, like, slowly losing her shit. And because of that, she decides to go outside of the city gates. Even though everyone's like, hey, dog, don't do that. Because there's a lot of people. And they're going to rip you apart for your holy blood or whatever. <laughs> and so she immediately gets attacked by all the people outside the gate. Like they said would happen. They want um, to drink her blood. They they want her, her sweet, sweet godly bones. Um, <laughs> luckily, Tolia and Tamar are there just randomly so they come save her and toya is like super mad at mal for not being there and like chokes him out and i was like (laughs) toya's the best and so they think there might be clues about the firebird near alina's like childhood home um and so they're like yep let's go mal mal can track it because he can track everything (laughs) Um, and everyone's like cool i suppose yeah because alina like remembers from childhood seeing this arch or like ruins, ruins of an arch. And in the um, Morozova's journal, it was like a full arch at the time. But she's, she's like, like, oh my God, it. I bet that's the same place. Anyway, Nikolai has a birthday. Happy and it birthday. turns out <laughs> his brother comes and it, um, his brother is the, so he is the heir to the kingdom. He's the first son. And he's a complete dimwit. A dick. Um, he made a deal with the Fjerdens, who that's the country that's like to the north of Ravka. And that's where Alina and Mal found the stag in the first book. But they opened the roads with the Fjerdens. And that means the Darkling like could be like on his way because they're like the Darkling is 
literally trying to get us and hunt us down. And um, Nikolai's brother thought that he was doing like this really good, like political deal, but he actually just let the darkling into the kingdom. And it turns out, yeah, that's exactly what happened. So the darkling shows up and attacks everyone with his shadow people. Nikolai's brother ends up dying and um, the darkling and his Grisha that are on his side They attack the whole palace. Nikolai flees to his flying ship that he has with his parents. He just has that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, he just kind of has to like make an escape. Like we don't know if he's like, if he successfully makes an escape because Alina is also trying to not die. But like Alina is hopeful. She really does care about him. Um, And then Alina has the Grisha on her side that fight the Grisha on the Darkling side and a bunch of people end up dying. It's sad. And then they run to like a chapel and the Darkling follows them there. So they're like trapped in this chapel and Alina is trying to negotiate with terrorists to get her friends to go free. <laughs> yeah, um, she's a martyr. Then, yeah. Like she is a self-sacrificial lamb. Um, the Darkling tells her that he actually was there all this time. She saw him. That was real when they made out. And she's like, even creepier love that for us um (laughs) and so the darkling shows her he captured jenya and the shadow folks we don't actually know how to pronounce it it's in russian and he like scarred her and jenya is like a very vain creature her beauty is all that she has and so he like scarred her horrifically and to save her friends alina goes to the darkling and gives her power to him because that makes sense the Darkling and Alina, their powers mix or something. And it causes like this, this weird, like, okay, so Alina takes some of his power trying to like murder them. You know, like she's like, I will kill myself if I can also kill this man. <laughs> That's what she's trying. We'll kill do. you and then myself. <laughs> that is exactly. She's like, yeah, this is a great idea. But Mal is like, no, my, my Alina, they can't you can't die. And so he like takes her away when the darkling and Alina are like really tuckered out. She doesn't successfully kill the darkling or herself. Um, And uh, then they escape and Alina wakes up. They're in some like underground tunnels and they go through these tunnels. They're taken (laughs) to the apparat by these pilgrims who live underground and worship her it's a literal cult they're in an actual cult (laughs) call your dad (laughs) call your dad and it turns out alina magical saint of this cult has no more power she like she is underground she can't summon the sun because her powers are like controlling light she's not creating light she's just controlling it up next is the third book, Ruin and Rising. The worst book the worst, ever written. Honestly. Yeah, definitely the worst of the series. Maybe the worst. Well, not the worst I've ever read. I read a pretty bad one lately. But, same. Um, <laughs> same, same. But it's same. up there. It is up there. It's it's not bad. It's just like it didn't end the way we wanted it to. And I will forever hold her accountable. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just not good at all. It's <laughs> not really what I was looking for, Lee. Okay. So Ruin and Rising. Okay, so Alina, she's living underground in the tunnels that she fled to. Turns out up above, the Darkling has claimed the throne of Ravka because the king and queen, if you recall, fled on a flying ship with Nikolai and hopefully they're alive. But Alina is like, I want to kill the Darkling, but she is like, she is weak. She like, her hair turned white. She is 
atrophied. Like <laughs> she is just She's not broken. doing well. And, um, she is just living in this underground city, which is under the apparatus control because he is the religious leader of the cult. And, uh, he wants Alina on the throne because he thinks it'll serve him because, you know, he, he really wants be to be the second in command. Yeah. So Alina is like, I'm pretty sure that I can't trust you, which obviously he's creepy. And despite the fact that she's not able to use her powers, Alina and the Darklings still have that psychic connection that they could like use in the second book. And so they just can still talk to each other and shit like against her will Will. or whatever. (laughs) Like they can both go into each other's minds against the other's will. They like slowly start like devising these plans to escape because they're like, hey, guys, we are not safe here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, this is not good. I don't know why we came underground, but we did. Um, And so with the help of the loyal Grisha who followed her underground and her childhood best friend, Mal, um, Alina slowly starts to regain her summoning powers uh, by like getting little tiny bits of sunlight here and there and intimidates the apparat into letting her and her friends go. So this was like the first two thirds of the book. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Underground. Um, and so the group makes their way to the surface and the tunnels try to collapse them. There's a bunch of weird animals and stuff down there. So they barely survive getting out of these <laughs> tunnels. And um, once they emerge, Alina, Mal, and the Grisha try to find one of their own allies, Nikolai, who is now the only surviving son of the Ravkin king and queen. Um, and he wants to reclaim the throne for his family, naturally. Alina is like... I'm not sure where to find him, but I kind of have like an idea of where to find him because apparently they just know each other super well after like five days. And so um, she goes off to find him because he's in hiding because of the Darkling. So after failing to find Nikolai, deserters from the Ravkin army attack the group and turn Alina into the Darkling. Again, because somehow always within the first half of the book, she's returned back to the Darkling. (laughs) Um, And Nikolai rescues Alina again and uh, whisks them off to a hidden mountain fortress in one of his flying airships, which apparently no one can see. And they're just hiding in this giant fortress. Yeah, they can like somehow make the light around it. Like Alina can basically camouflage the the ship which like i'm willing to accept it so they get to this fortress and alina reconnects with bagra bagra is like she's super depressed um (laughs) but she bagra tells alina that morozova was her father so the guy who was like the amplifier dude and experimented with creation and great resurrection. novelist Morzova. Yeah, great novelist Morzova is Bagra's daddy so um her sister like as a child died after an accident and her father resurrected her uh which obviously like a big no-no freaked the town out they were like absolutely the fuck not so after the former king of Ravka is accused of raping one of Alina's friends, um, Jenya, then Nikolai banishes his father and prepares to face the Darkling himself because he is like, dad, that was a horrible thing that you did. You, you got to go. You got to let me be in charge because fuck you. And so Nikolai tells Alina that he still wants to marry her after the war And he's like, I know you don't have romantic feelings for me, but like, it's a power play. Like we need to do this to save our country. 
And Alina, who is in love with whiny ass Mal, is like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And so at the fortress, Mal admits uh, he has feelings for Alina, but he feels like he's unworthy of her. And Alina is like, okay, I need to be this powerful Grisha to help save our country. And I should consider marrying Nikolai. And so she continues contacting the Darkling also with her psychic connection to try and intimidate him because normally he's the one like playing her. And so she's like, what if I get into his head? What if I I also think she was like super into it too. And she's like, I have three men just absolutely panting over me right now. What a time to be alive. (laughs) So Alina and her companions are getting ready to leave the fortress to start their world saving plan. Um, And Nikolai and Alina plan to visit Ravka's neighbors to the West, West Ravka, if you could believe it, um, to (laughs) bolster support for his claim to the throne. Nikolai will then take her to rejoin the others in search for the third magical item that will amplify Alina's summoning abilities. Um, she, like I said, it's the Horcruxes. She has to collect them all like Pokemon. Um, uh-huh. And the third amplifier, which was believed to be a Firebird. Um, however, before any of the friends can even step foot out of the fortress, guess who shows up? It's the Darkling. Um, <laughs> unexpectedly expected. He always does that, he man. He just always appears. Um, and he attacks our poor Nikolai and transforms him into one of his crazy shadow monsters, except he's like this creepy bird man. Yeah, but he's and, probably still hot, low-key. Yeah, but I bet he's like he's like a hottie bird man. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Bagra is like pissed and she's like, what the fuck did you do? Um, and uses her own dark summoning powers, which she has that we're just now finding out about, yeah. and t- dives off of a cliff and takes... <laughs> takes the shadow monsters with her and a a rare bout of self-sacrifice um granting the others the opportunity to run alina mal and lagrisha take an airship from the fortress and escape alina keeps the airship invisible with her light powers and she sees nikolai following them in his transformed shape convincing her that there's enough of his humanity left in him to save it because when they got transformed into this crazy bird man he was like bloodthirsty and tried to eat them yeah, but he was like, he was like, Elena, that was my bad. Like, I don't like, as he's like, you gotta go. He's like, you gotta go, like growling at her. And she was like, yeah, oh, yeah okay. She's like, uh, are you trying to say, are you good right now? Anyway, so they land in the the border of Ravka um, to the south next to Shuhan, which is where Alina's ancestors are from. And the group splits up. So Alina and Mal and a few Grisha head into the wilderness and they encounter the bird after a bunch of days out there. And then Alina and Mal realize, oh, the Firebird isn't the third amplifier. Morozova actually put the power that he would have put into that Firebird into Bagra's sister when he resurrected her, Um, which means that she and her descendants are the amplifiers. So Mal is, it turns out, he's a fucking descendant of Bagra's sister. Who wasn't why dead? Not? Why the fuck not? And uh, so they're like, oh, that means I would have to kill Mal. And uh, Alina is like, well, if that's the only way, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> well, I suppose. <laughs> so they end up kissing and cuddling with like the the idea that uh, they like, straight up bang going- for the first time ever in the most anticlimactic 
Oh, it's so lame. And, and the whole thing is like ruined by the fact that they've decided she's going to murder him for the powers to take down the Darkling. Anyway. <laughs> so the group prepares for a super eventful battle with the Darkling who has raised the orphanage where Melina, that's their couple's name, oh, Alina and Mal <laughs> grew up, um, which they had converted into a school to train the Grisha children. So he's burning down the Grisha children. Like Anakin yeah. in Star Wars. I feel like she like really took a lot of influences <laughs> from like, <laughs> she, like a lot of things. She had a Star Wars Harry Potter or movie marathon and was Lord like, oh of my the God. Rings as well. Anyway, <laughs> the Darkling holds all the children hostage as a way of luring Alina <laughs> to meet with him. <laughs> so not only is he a dream rapist, but he's a kidnapper as well. But, but guys, he's hot. You know, he's get so it. pretty. <laughs> Golly. So. Alina, Mal, and the Grisha obviously go to him because they're like, gotta save the kids, stupid kids. Um, and they face off against the Darkling in the Shadow Fold, which is like, as we remember, the area of permanent darkness where they met before. Alina uses the invisibility cloaking technique she used on the ship, on herself and the other soldiers, which I feel like they should have been doing this whole time, probably, if it's that easy. The Darkling discovers her. Alina narrowly escapes him and then meets Mal in the darkness nearby. So she abandons all of her soldiers to go meet Mal. <laughs> um, and he forces her to kill him to release his powers as an amplifier. And so heartbroken, Alina does. She does kill him. Um, and she becomes more powerful for a very brief moment, but quickly loses her summoning abilities permanently. So she saves the day, but she doesn't. She loses all of her powers when she should have stepped in. Um, and so then all the non-magical soldiers of the Ravka army all gain the ability to summon light in this weird twist of fate. And Alina uses <laughs> a Grisha dagger to kill the Darkling, destroying him, his army, and the fold. Because as soon as she stabs him, all the shadow creatures disappear. Nikolai returns to his human form cool um in the aftermath of the battle alina's grisha powers bring mouth back to life i don't know i thought she didn't have powers she again um, i think it's the people her her other grisha soldiers oh, like her sun warriors bring yeah. him back to life yeah and nikolai's like hey listen i know you just hey baby what's saved up i know you just all, but like, murdered <laughs> your the love of your life like if i could just like slip on in here though and just one more time shoot my I shot i just gotta shoot my shot and she's like are, are you sure you don't want to marry me and she's like no i do not thank you so much i'd rather go live in bumfuck nowhere with yeah. mal and run this orphanage thank you so much and so they rebuild the orphanage in the school and the students are cared for and valued as they were not whenever she and Mal were there. How Isn't that cute. And that cute. Wow. It turns out, guys, sometimes the hot, tall, dark, and handsome is actually Doesn't just win. the villain. Yeah. It turns out How sometimes is that shit. Bad. Like you would think if you're hot, you're gonna have a redemption arc. But no, sometimes hot people are just evil and they die. Yeah, and you get Mal who got a really bad tattoo while they were in a sun cult underground. <gasps> oh, <laughs> we my forgot God. to mention that. We'll, well talk about we it later. Will. You got to we'll talk come about it in part two. two. Guess what? That's that should be all the motivation you need. Okay, so join us for part two, where we are going to be diving into these books a little bit more. The things <laughs> that we liked, the things that we didn't. Um, the list might be a little unbalanced. A bit longer on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> But you'll just have to listen and find out. 
So tune in for part two. And as always, let's get lit.